podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing season four, episode seven, the one you've all been dreading, Jurassic Bark. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? And Pete Woodward. <sighs> Our guest today is the lovely Becca Steiner. Hello. Thank you for joining Hi. us. Hi. Do you have the Hypnotoad uh, sound in, you know, ready just in case, yeah. Tom? We need to get that. Yeah. We don't forget all. We about don't this. have a real good. I mean, for a couple reasons, but just just have it ready when you're editing. Um, and you specifically requested this episode. I did, and it's the because it's so sad. Oh, it's we, so and sad. we've actually taken the episode away from two people who also specifically requested it, so it better be good. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, we're just <laughs> no un- pressure though. No <laughs> pressure. Yeah, I'm gonna hear no. Uh, you better be good. <laughs> no end of criticism uh, if you don't just knock it out of the park today. Uh, it has been forever since we even got together, much less recorded an episode. Uh, I got to go to Myrtle Beach, not a fan. I got to go to Orlando, Florida, not a fan. I got to go to Southern Illinois. Uh, maybe it's lovely. The part I stayed in was just cold, and I could see the back of a Menards from my hotel oh. room, and that was about <laughs> Did you save big it. money at Menards? I, no, no. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on wine that week. Um, I, you know, and then just before we started, <laughs> you were just going to put this up with no editing, which I think is a very dangerous, dangerous idea, Tom. Because who knows where this is going to go? I know. Who knows where it's going to We're already out of sequence, and we didn't really even want to get to this one anyway. So yeah, we've been just, <laughs> just putting it off and putting it off. Telling people they could do it, telling them they can't do it. Just kidding. Uh, you just got back from Philadelphia, too, right? I did. So your we mood did. should be pretty yes. low. Uh, Becca, who in, I guess I should state just for the record, because in case there's any bias on this, is my girlfriend. Oh, shit. I was going to totally <laughs> flirt with you. Full disclosure. <laughs> Full disclosure. We have a relationship that is... A conflict of interest. It is not a conflict of interest. Are you sure? Why would it be a conflict of interest? I don't know. People throw that term around I don't even know what that term means. <laughs> Did you file the appropriate forms with the Slurmcast <laughs> HR department? Yes. That's, that's just the recycle bin in the other room. I just throw that out every Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, yes, we went to Philadelphia. Philadelphia. She actually got me. Uh, it was kind of a little surprise for my birthday, right? Happy birthday! Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. This will be airing like a month after your birthday. Yes. Happy yes. birthday, anyway. <laughs> um, no, it was fun. It was fun. Saturday was quite snowy, but Saturday kind of yeah sucked a little. We bit. did not plan for the weather, and we tried to do the tour of the Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, it's very it's, cold there. It's oh, very. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you're walking through it, and you just have snow falling, falling on you. There's and just no roof just, anymore, right? I mean, and the no, tunnels. No roof. No They're roof. They're not heated. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So we were just, we weren't dressed we for it. Dress we made, well we made We went through for like two hours, but we, <laughs> we got to a point where it's like, we could walk all the way over here and see more of these just little tiny cells, but let's just get out of here. But other than that, it was good. The Mother I, Museum uh, was my favorite. That I've never <laughs> been there. Very interested in that. But overwhelmingly, uh, and if anybody I work with, they, they probably don't listen to this. Here's this. I might get in trouble because that's, uh, that's where our head, uh, headquarters is. But um, I found Philadelphia to be one of the dirtiest cities in America. <laughs> Just 
it's it's kind of filthy. Uh, when you get off the plane, you guys drove, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. When you get off the plane in Philadelphia, you're just assaulted with like filth. And if you're leaving, when you go through TSA, like you know, you know like when I was very uncultured and didn't have TSA pre-check, like you go through and you take off your shoes and your belt and all that other shit when you walk through the metal detector. Right. I don't have to do that anymore. I didn't do that to <laughs> see the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Well, that too. But the thing is. When you go through, you have the bench so you can reassemble yourself. Mm-hmm. And they've got not just one, but like a half dozen of these sort of padded upholstered benches for you to, you know, put yourself back together that look like they were chewed up by a dog, lived <laughs> in by a homeless person for four to six months, peed on, vomited on, chewed up again by a dog, and then put out for the first time. <laughs> for, and they've been there for like five years. I mean, they're just disgusting they're loved no they're not loved they're they're hated someone has very strong feelings against them so i I mean i've had good times in philadelphia also horror oh just heartbreak in that city going back oh god this point almost 30 years just i can take or leave it honestly so when when i texted you because i thought you were in new york and then apparently you pulled Well, we were going to drive one day yeah. to New York, but there was just too much to see there. You and the weather. You see it all in one day. The weather, I mean. The weather was kind the of The weather shitty. Saturday really screwed us up because we couldn't, we didn't get much done. Yeah. Not to mention everything's open only until like five. Again. So mm. it's, it's. You know, New like, York is a city that never sleeps. Right. Ever. Well, you know what? They're all next very cranky. Time. Yeah, next time. Next time. And also the traffic going to downtown Philadelphia <laughs> is oh. kind of stressful. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, so it was like we're down there, and then everything is a one-way street. Everything. I'll go in the wrong way that you need to go. Right. We did uh, go the wrong way once. Yes, we Oops, did. We did. <laughs> Luckily, I just turned right into a parking lot. And- this, is not, this is how bad we don't want to talk about a dead dog. Uh, we're talking about totally. Philadelphia instead. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, the the jumbotron was it's a, like a bird, bird in a cage. Yeah, like but tearing it apart, like kind of in a road rage, uh, roid rage episode. Mm-hmm. Did I have that right? It's called Hiss and Makeup, and it's a Mary Melodies cartoon. I, so I feel like that title has probably come up. Like a, yeah, like a knockoff Tweety and Sylvester. Sylvester, yeah, That's knockoff or proto. Uh, could. Could be either. Was, I don't do, know. I don't remember. Do I don't. Mary Melodies predate Looney Tunes, or were they concurrent with each other? I believe mm. Mary Melodies created Looney Tunes. Okay, so like one. That I think birth that sounds to the other. right. Yeah, I think Mary Melodies was like they would make cartoons, and then all of a sudden, like all the characters like Bugs Bunny unionized and, and said "fuck this." Daffy Dan, yeah, and then started yeah. their own thing. Yeah, have you ever seen Roger Rabbit two? <laughs> Where all the cartoon wait, characters wait, 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 wait. unionized? Is there an actual Roger Rabbit two? No, they, I think they wanted to make one, but I don't know what happened. I don't. They better get on it because Christopher Lloyd's getting up there. Yeah. Have you ever seen Roger Rabbit, Becca? Not, no, I don't think no. so. No. Just like the other discussion you're having uh, off mic about Riptide, I bet that movie came <laughs> out before you were born as well. Oh, yes. So meaning I'm just so fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was in high school when that came out. It was it was remarkable. It was cartoons and real people interacting uh, in seemingly real time. Uh, so in addition, I, I, oh, 
I know this episode is a uh, an iconic one for the series, but I'm not as excited about it uh, for the reason you think I'm excited about it. <laughs> I, not my my uh, you know love for dead dogs is well established, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll uh, you know Bender is doing his magical act at the beginning. And I just, I love this whole part of it because it was like another one of those things where just like, I want to be a music, uh, magician. And he goes whole hog into it. So pulling off his head and his head is empty, which I didn't understand. Seems counterintuitive. Um, yeah. But Fry is the lovely assistant. Wearing that fantastic I, leotard. I know. What I, want that. That. <laughs> I want that so badly. It was like blue leggings and a darker blue sparkly one one shouldered like leotard. Like an old timey, <laughs> old timey uh, strongman. Right. But I feel like that's what I probably at some point the actual magician's assistants in some shows probably were. Right. I, I yeah. can like, see Amy wearing that like on a night <laughs> on the town. I just want to have one of those. Like that's <laughs> Has anybody ever seen like an actual like magician show? I saw Penn and Teller. That's different. I'm talking they're, about I mean, like a very, David Copperfield well, type thing. They do all the same kind of stuff. They're just not like Why is it different? The illusions are very real. There is one guy that was at uh, the Foundry one night that was doing magic, like street magic, but I've never actually been to a big, like, David Copperfield or... But I watched the specials on TV when yeah. they were on. I've always wanted to go to a magic show. I mostly end up at, like, sideshow, like, blockhead, fire-eating, sword-swallowing type stuff. I mean, there's there's a... yeah. There's an element of creepiness that comes into being just a mu- magician in the first... I keep saying, like, musician, and it's probably interchangeable at this point. Just, like, guys that are into magic are probably pretty creepy uh, as a rule. Can't Actually, trust them. You know Can't what? trust them. My ex-father-in-law, who recently passed away, uh, rest in peace, uh, he was a magician, so he had always had like crazy tricks and could do all this That's like cool. funny stuff. Was he like a kid show? No. It, so he was, he grew up like in the mountains in China. Oh. Oh. So there's like layers and layers to this. And he was just like this, uh, for the record, as far as I can tell, horrible father, very, very bad father. Always very nice to me. He was, I actually liked him better than I liked my ex-wife. Oops. Uh, He's he was always a really nice guy to me, very interesting fella. But like, always had like the pompadour haircut, uh, and I saw these old pictures from like the fifties, and he's like in a tuxedo with like birds flying out of places, oh, fancy. And, like, you know, scarves and stuff. And it's awesome. even like up into his old age, he always had little like magic trick things for the grandkids or whatever. Yeah. Like you know, but I think when you come across someone in the wild like that, especially if it's like a street magician, because their mm-hmm. whole thing is just like I'm like. I'm like the indie David Blaine. And it's just well, like, ooh. I heard somebody told me about seeing David Blaine, and he did this thing where he was submerged upside down in a tank of water for 10 minutes holding his breath. So you sat there for 10 minutes just watching him in a tank of well, that's water. that's what Houdini did. That's boring. But what if he dies? He's not he going to die. die. But he might. I mean, he might. How many people went to uh, Siegfried <laughs> oh. and Roy and was like, exactly. oh. That tiger's that t- not going to chomp t- him. <laughs> <laughs> They're friends with the tigers. He's clearly oh. a gentle man. Oh. So anyway, all of this was wonderful. But here's the thing. Uh, Bender 
explains the chest cavity. It's, it's all subtext, but I finally have an answer. Continue. He pours the milk into his head uh-huh. or into his body, and he says, uh, maybe it was banished to another dimension, and then it comes out of his chest cavity. So you're saying his chest cavity is another it dimension? Is another, it, is hmm. a tar, it is officially a TARDIS-like situation okay. where inside the box is a multitude of who knows what. But by pouring the milk into the paper cone and having it come out of his thing, he even he says what happens to it. He says it's been banished to another dimension, and then it leaks out. I'm okay with that. Yep. I am too. I don't All have right. to ask about it anymore. I will refer to the, I'll still refer to it, but now I won't be Magical perplexed. chest cavity is going to be the alternate dimension inside of Bender's magical chest cavity. But I, I mean, it, it raises a whole other layer of questions. Number one, again, and I've, I've brought this up on the show, uh, why don't they make use of that same technology in like the Planet Express ship and stuff where it's like, hmm. why don't they just shoot Bender in a cannon wherever and then have him dump out whatever's inside him? Instead of having to take a whole ship with a giant cargo hold. And How would they get him back? They can have, I don't know. <laughs> there, there's the flaw. <laughs> he just, he just stays there. <laughs> I mean, he's done that the Inspector Gadget thing where he like. Well, he can't go that out. far, though. Maybe he could store extra legs in his magical chest. <laughs> Do you think there's a limitation? Does it have to fit within like the opening of his magical chest? Maybe that's the, like, it has to fit like like the suitcase checker for your your. I mean, there's, there's the been situations where he was <laughs> literally fit. stuffed full, like when he stole everything from Alcazar's palace mm-hmm. when he, him and Leela were getting married. So, I, I mean, there's clearly limitations, but the fact that it just explains how there, he could fit an entire swimming pool's worth of water and children in there without any sort of noticeable trouble. It it made my day. That I makes mean, that sense. Was, it's a high point to start out on this episode. <laughs> yes. Well, we better start out on a high point. Yeah, because we're gonna <laughs> end on a real low one. I, you know, I have, I have a. Well, I'll, I'll make my confession later. But go on. And we can not. We. I have a. Yes. <laughs> no, I. Oh. I have a theory uh-huh. about the end of this that we'll discuss. I think we might have the same theory. Okay. So I think we've right. talked about it. So before. no, I mean, what did when he got the newspaper? What did Bender say when he asked if he wanted to go see where he? Do you, so does oh, you had it? friends before. <laughs> yeah, that's. Or there's another line in there where he goes, uh, "Interesting." No, what's the other thing? Tedious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tedious. Yeah. Um, I. The the uh, they haven't done like a museum gag in a while, and I thought that whole treasures of the stupid ages thing was great. With it a, still holds up. Yeah, loot mm-hmm. from the pizza exhibition, cod pieces of the Federal Reserve Chairman, <laughs> a pimp preserved in amber, and copper lights of the New York Knicks. I had I had grabbed my glasses as that thing was playing, so I didn't see any of those. No. Yeah. Do you know what copper lights are? No. They're petrified shit. Oh. So what like when when they find like fossilized dinosaur turds, those are copper lights. 
So it was just a big display of giant shits that the New York Knicks did. Oh. Oh. Hey, that joke's funny now. <laughs> I never got that. Well, I didn't, we've been to several museums this weekend. Yeah, and we didn't see no any of them. I, uh, you know what? I bet at the Motor Museum there was. No, no, there wasn't. Really? Uh, there was a lot of. Technically, I mean, there I mean, was, there was like probably some the giant the colon. Yeah, that, what was that full of? <laughs> probably. It was like fluff inside. It was just yeah, like a it was Oh, oh, they stuffed it? Yeah. Not with shit? No, there was no poop in no, there. No, no. <laughs> it looked like hay or tobacco or... I think it was tobacco. Probably tobacco. Was the world's biggest blunt. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's, that's like a last man on earth gag. <laughs> it's just carrying that around or he turns it into a bong or something. <laughs> I need to catch up on that show. Um, I got to say, though, for like... Whatever happened that caused like new the original New York to like be underneath new New York that they keep unearthing everything. I like Panucci's pizza obviously was a very good staple in that neighborhood because it lasted and it just was still intact, whatever happened. Wasn't it, wasn't it an alien invasion? We don't know what happened. I mean, exactly you, when what well, happened when this is true. I mean, a thousand years, there's a lot that I mean, I think I think the I think in a place like New York now, this happens more and more. But it has been one of those places where you could have just a little corner shop that's there for decades and decades and decades and decades. Um, you get a little bit of that around here still, you know. Um, actually, the uh, the sausage shop in Brooklyn is closing because the family that owns it are retiring, but they've been in business I for saw like 80 that. years. I saw that. That's sad. They make, not if they're, you know, they're I mean, like, unless they want run. to retire. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm sick of encased meats. I, I would never think such a thought, but if I had to be around <laughs> them every single day, I might get a little tired of it after 40 or 50 years. Uh, you know, Godspeed to them in their retirement. I hope they can enjoy it. I have to go buy some bratwurst after this. <laughs> um, the, uh, the the pizza paddle that they had, where he's like, this is for paddling the delivery boy. <laughs> I like right takes his hair and pulls it down, and he's like, <laughs> he realizes that it's him. I didn't. Well, I didn't even catch that part. Oh just, yeah, or just in the oh that robotic, like the robotic thing. like delivery boy, and he like looks up to him and he pulls his hair down like with the hat. Because the oh my god, was down I didn't even catch that. I thought it just had one eye, like Leela. Uh, like, it's just, it's not just used to paddle my butt, but also to move pizzas and crush rats. <laughs> I mean, uh, have any of you ever worked in a pizza shop? No, I haven't. No. The only food service I ever really did was I worked at a Subway. That doesn't oh. count. You doesn't, were a sandwich one, artist. I was. <laughs> it's not it food. It doesn't count. It, it's it's sort of food. The the bread is baked there, and I know because I burned myself pretty badly in, on on the bread. You should have had a Yeah. When you went to art school, that you could have gotten an internship working at Subway <laughs> oh as a sandwich artist, and oh it would have counted. That was my high school job, so I never would have gone back. Uh-huh. <laughs> some, but some. Some too smart kid should have turned that into like an internship or something, and it would have been an art project. Yeah, yeah. like a performance art piece. What are you I doing? Mean, I mean, sandwich art. The Magic Gardens is an art piece, and that's just nuts. What? Magic Gardens in Philadelphia. 
It's crazy. It, wait, uh, okay, wait. So it's like nuts as in bonkers or like, nuts as in it's made out of cashews? No, it's just crazy. There might be cashews somewhere in that mess. There probably are. Is that? Is that? That's the, Brandy uh, said she has yeah. a tile there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've never. I mean, she just sent that to them. I don't know. They could have. They probably, they probably used, used it. it. Everything or is somewhere. Tiled. And there's like several murals of this guy. I'm not knocking his art whatsoever. It's great, but I was just saying that Bonkers. Subway. Being an intern at Subway because they're sandwich artists for an art school project yeah. would be the ultimate art on art. I mean, we talked about 2D art. We talked about 3D art. <laughs> we talked about 4D art, which involved uh, what, conversation the arts and vomit. The 50 sandwich art. It's taste. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you, know, you could really layer it. You could get the big Jared pants, but like strap a hula hoop into them so that oh, they're just kind of like the, uh, the clowny thing. But you, you'd be reclaiming it. I think they're distancing themselves from Jared since the whole pedophile thing happened. Uh, well, that's true. He didn't supersize me. Yeah. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, that, that was a while ago, though. That debunks the whole thing, though. Is he in super high me? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. You need to show up in both of those for it to be true. Uh, it's a it's a Venn diagram that's like two separate circles. Yes. Doug and, Benson wasn't in both. I think he was in one of them. There's at some point there's an overlap between Doug Benson and Morgan Spurlock because he named like four of his stand up specials and movies after Morgan Spurlock movies because that's the kind of shit Doug Benson does. I love mm. it. He's like, I'm going to just make a stupid pun that references something else because mm. the, the legion of stoners that follow <laughs> me will like it. Uh, there was a sign for Crust Lover's Pizza, <laughs> which, I, I mean, like... That would be me. I am a no, Crust I Lover's thought, Pizza. I thought, like a good pizza crust, like... Those bubbly breads? Do they still make those? Bubbly breads? You like the pre-made <laughs> Is that the bob boboli? Oh yeah, they make you those know, like, at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole, you know, you can heat them up and top them yourself. It's never yeah. as good as regular pizza, but like just those where it's like spongy and has that texture that's just like mm -hmm. good. Like that. I mean, basically, that's all Papa John's breadsticks and cheese sticks and all of those things are is just crust. Yep. A sucker for pretty it. Pretty good. Yeah. Because uh, carbs are going to kill me. Bread is great. Um, the, I love bread. The mention of using the paddle to crush rats brought back a memory. Of you actually crushing a rat with a pizza pan? Oh, man. Not with a pizza pan. But I but I used... I don't, this place isn't even around anymore. Um, around here? Was it around No, it was, it was, it was in Columbus. No. Um, Gumby's and, Pizza. <laughs> No, I love Gumby's, Gumby's pizza. Gumby's pizza was oh, and then it turned Gumby's into baby great. face. Oh, is it was. different now? Uh, it's it's been a well, no, I'm I'm confusing them. It was freaking pizza, then it turned into baby face. They're all they're all gone. That baby entire, face? That Did baby face actually own it? The the uh, R and B producer? Yeah, no. Oh, um, the that whole area has been gentrified into like mm -hmm. Whole Foods and and malls because the kids were too scared of South Campus from back then. <laughs> You know what? Um, Can I admit something, guys? Gentrified? I don't know what that means, and I'm too afraid to ask now. It means, like, <laughs> uh, basically, low-income neighborhood or depressed-ish neighborhood, but that has its own culture and community 
where uh, white people move in and bring yoga studios and coffee shops and basically ruin it. Another one of the many ways that white people ruin everything. It's it's basically (laughs) colonization through real estate uh, flipping. But um, I worked – actually, (laughs) I'm a character in a novel that a friend of mine wrote about. There's a King of the Hill episode about that. About the book that I was in? No, the gentrification. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm So uh, if, if you're interested, uh, it's in Amazon. It's called The Bialy Pimps. Um, you wrote this? I did not. A guy I used to work with at this deli wrote it. Oh. It's kind of fictionalized. There's a lot of shit in it that sounds just completely over the top, and a lot of it is. Uh, there's a good short portion of it that's true, and I'm I'm one of the characters, you know, under a pseudonym. But uh, anyway, this I worked at this stoner deli on High Street across the Ohio State campus uh, in the late 90s. So anybody who knows that knows exactly what I'm talking about. And like every building on that High Street at that point, uh, basically had a rat problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, just multiple times I was a party to a vermin extinction because it's a matter of life or death. They carry diseases and plague and everything else. And, uh, you know, we had traps and we had safe things, but sometimes you had to take matters into your own hand because you're yeah. you're at war with vermin. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. I don't want to get. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the real story. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. Because rats are very smart. Why did you not capture a whole bunch, train <laughs> yeah. them to a fight army. for you? Have a little rat army to fight you against see, your other. He's not Zardulu. <laughs> no, yeah, you you have the, like your pet rats. These are different. These are like the mutant, like basically like Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but uh, without the robe and rabies. They don't all have rabies. No, they all had rabies. <laughs> I'd find like I feel like. I I would open this to get deli. rabies. I don't I, think I can get rabies. <laughs> these, these, Tom, these rats were like the size of Cody. Oh. They were huge. They're just big. I mean, you know, big. You could, you could. I mean, they probably would feast on them on The Walking Dead. They were big rats. And I'd come to. I had to open the deli every morning because I lived upstairs. I'd come down. Were they capybaras? No, capybara. they were just straight up street rats. And like, I'd find the turds, and I'm just like, all right, they're in here. <laughs> you know, and then I had to like scare them away. But sometimes they got bold as shit. And it just, it got, it got bad. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not advocating cruelty towards animals. No, I'm not I get advocating it. killing animals, but like, these are straight up vermin. In an vermin. area where food is prepared. Yeah, I'm trying to, pro- I mean, yeah. Trying to protect people, even though some of those people were dirty, dirty hippies. Well, even the North Market is fucking infested yeah. with mice and rats. Oh, for and sure. And nobody thinks about that when they go to buy their fucking $10 cookie at the bakery mm-hmm. or whatever, the Chinese food. Like, it's riddled with mice. I had a, my, my high school boyfriend worked there and used to tell me stories all the time Oof. about having to kill mice and rats underneath the counters oh, yeah. in I, the bakery where he worked. I mean, it, you know, basically, even with that being said, because, I mean, I, you know, now I just recognize the stuff if I'm going wherever. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's a rat trap. There's a rat trap. You know, like yeah. you see them, the little black box <laughs> with the round holes. What are those for? Um, it's a speaker. It's a, it's a leprechaun. <laughs> it's a leprechaun house. <laughs> but, like, I still, you know, still, at any reasonably well-maintained restaurant, even if they are infested with vermin, it's probably cleaner than my kitchen on any given day. I live in <laughs> filth. Oh. And no. I, I'm fighting it, but like still, it's you know they they use way more bleach 
than I do. They, you know, degrease things. <laughs> I maybe do it twice a year. That's all I have the energy for. That's something where you've got a crew of people that are doing it. Even if they're doing it half-assed. We still aren't talking about the dead dog. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> just thinking about that. Oh, uh, like, can we avoid well, it in any way? Um, petrified sausages, old Mister Fratelli, Seymour. Well, that's the least appetizing calzone I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out: was he? Was he petrified? Was he encased in stone? Had he just like mummified? What what was the condition well, they, of Seymour? They do say later that he is dolomite, but also has a creamy dog DNA nougat. Center. Yeah. So I feel like maybe I'm not sure. he didn't, it's it's almost like a weird volcano erupted that like just like in Pompeii when you it, see the it, bodies. I think we'll get are... to this at the, the end of the episode into the material that Seymour is made out of. Okay. But yeah. they, they talk about we it. We don't know. Yeah, so there's a flashback with, you know, Fry getting sent out to deliver pizza to a Seymour asses. August 1997. <laughs> and, yeah, so the Isn't man... that the year or the same month and year that Princess Diana died? I don't know. I don't remember. She's always been dead, but she lives in our hearts. <laughs> See, people's princess that you're talking about, Pete. Well, she's so, not, my, not my princess. So Fry tries to deliver this pizza, and he rings the doorbell, and the guy inside says, there's no one here named Seymour Asses. There is no person named Seymour Asses. I hope in time you realize what an idiot you've been. I was, I was and Fry goes, I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> Was that guy that we don't see, was he maybe an ancestor of Randy <laughs> that pops up as an extra every once in a while? Because the voice was very similar. I'm just wondering if he was like, you know, Fry is the professor's nth generation yeah. uh, uncle. uncle. Was that guy is like, there is no one here <laughs> with that name. There's no one anywhere. Like, was that Randy's nth generation father, uncle, whatever? Uh. Could be. We can We're know. still waiting for the DNA results, Pete. <laughs> you can get those like in the mail now. Yeah. Did you it's read the article about how they just make stuff up? Make stuff up and will negate things Do in they? case to make people upset and um Do yeah. you send in like Some, a cheek swab? Yeah. And then sometimes like it gets mixed with other people's DNA and what? you don't even know. Yeah. Like some, yeah. If, you if I'm do selling it right, my it DNA does. to research companies, I expect my results to be accurate. <laughs> I, I give also, that up to the Red Cross. <laughs> I've donated to them as well. Take my blood, make oh. super soldiers. Oh, wait, they out take of blood? Short, what, the Red Cross? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So, uh, Fry realizes that. There's no such person as Seymour asses and goes around the corner with the pizza and there's the dog. The dog looks hungry, so Fry gives him a piece of the pizza and says, if Mr. Panucci asks, your name is Seymour asses. <laughs> he's feeding the dog. They're, they're sitting in the alleyway eating the pizza. And and, not, uh, but he's not judging Fry constantly. Right. Like not the like the all dogs. the other dogs. So 
I did notice when when Fry walks off, he he tries to say goodbye to Seymour, and he says, "Live long and prosper." And he does the the Spock hand, but he's only got four fingers, so it was like. It was, it was like, like an index finger. It was his index it finger. It was a shocker. And his pinky and ring. It wasn't the shocker. I was specifically going to say oh. it wasn't like they 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 did it the other way <laughs> so that it wouldn't be the shocker. But I don't know if you can even do that with a human hand it's with not, five fingers. The shocker's not a real thing, is it? Well, I, I mean, like as we've established over and over on the show, I'm old. I I mean, I know <laughs> I know what it's supposed to be. Just never come across it in the wild. <laughs> in the wild? <laughs> the wild. Oh. <laughs> so Seymour doesn't want to leave Fry because Fry fed a hungry dog, and that's that's the, the lesson you learn when you feed a hungry alley dog. Could a dog go a month without eating? I think a think? month, yeah, probably. probably. I, well, I mean... Not it wouldn't be good. I yeah. think a dog that's gone a couple days or weeks without eating will figure out stuff to eat that'll at least it's gonna eat trash. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not gonna not eat anything. Right. It's okay. like we talked about the goats before. Like they just <laughs> they got the reputation for eating tin cans because they'll just be like, I'm gonna stick my goat tongue up in this can and get every last little bit out. You know, dogs are resourceful <laughs> too. Yeah, you I guess know. so. Have you seen those end of the world shows that the is it History Channel or Discovery Channel did? where they say, like, what will happen when the world ends? And it's like all the nuclear power plants explode and and all the cats escape and all the dogs eat the humans and become wild pack animals. And And they become the humans. They become, (laughs) they eat the humans that are all dead. That was a key part of the plot of the movie Suburbia, too, wasn't it? The, the no, it's about a bunch of punks that don't want to live with Look, their parents. Know. When Jack, when Jack Spratt or whatever his name is, is driving the new guy around, the empty houses that they're squatting in, there's a bunch of dogs running around, and I remember this distinctly. I can, I can probably, I'm gonna try and say it from verbatim. He goes, "When the county forced all these people to move out of their houses, some of them left their dogs behind, and coyotes came out of the hills and fucked them. After a while, wild dogs." Do you don't remember that part? <laughs> I do. Okay, now I remember that. I part. don't think that's discovery or um, no. <laughs> or history. That's probably the Learning Channel because <laughs> yeah. their their programming has taken a steep, you know, veer away from anything regarding actual knowledge learning. Yeah. Um, I I I had mixed feelings about the Native Martian protesters. Again, just like I had <laughs> mixed feelings about them back when they were on Mars, but it just seems like. You know, history being yeah twenty or hindsight being twenty twenty, it's a little insensitive and sort of a cheap gag. Maybe like, I mean, I think this is more about the Native Americans. Yeah, not necessarily the whatever Martians, the Native Martians, Uh, who I've been fighting uh, the hell out of in Worlds of Tomorrow. That's a whole other thing. Mm. There's that that long. Yes. Point thing a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I just they they have the Christmas thing going on now. Yeah, Xmas is up. I've already maxed out my leveling. Me too. So it's total the game bullshit. feels pointless. Yeah. What, what is the what level? Sixty. I'm at thirty. You oh, got away. Catch up, those, Tom. Huh? Oh. I'm looking at my notes and realize that I I missed a 
you know, very obvious uh, joke turn on this mm. where Fry's sign says, give me back my pet rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, oh, that's funny. I never put together that Seymour was a petrified rock like it just, yeah. You know, I, I didn't put it together, but his whole ch- uh, channel of what do we want? Fry's dog. dog. When do we want, want it? it? Fry's dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> he dances the hustle to protest for yeah his people's native dance was the hustle and leela's got the book what does it say ancient dances of the bronx or yeah. something like yeah. that. <laughs> according to this it was a, a ritual to get the ladies something i i don't know it it seems uh usually a trans <laughs> <laughs> That's just is those are those even a thing anymore? Transams, yeah, yeah. They, I think. Well, there's no Pontiac, but there are still Transams that <laughs> I, exist. Well, I understand they're still there. I mean, just, but you can't buy a new model. You can't buy a new Pontiac because yeah. that's not a thing. Okay, thanks. I should know that. I'm. Little, <laughs> I, I love how people make fun of Transams, the but they're they're not. They're cool as fuck, man. Yeah, cool. I almost bought a Transam, but I then I didn't. Fucking that giant Firebird on the front of it. <laughs> that well, the, I always got confused because there was like, I think the Firebird was different than a Transam, but. I think they were. I think they like, are different, but there is like a the big giant like phoenix bird on yeah, the, yeah. the hood of every Trans Am. But what's the difference between a Firebird and a Trans Am? I don't know. I don't know. You used when, to work at a car shop. I know. You should know these things. <laughs> I've never actually seen a Firebird. It's like a Trans Am. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the confusion. I mean. Somebody like, I could tell a Corvette apart from a Somebody Camaro. call in and tell us. <laughs> yes, if any of our science fiction cartoon enthusiast fans are aware of these muscle car distinctions, please, please enlighten us, because uh, we're dumb. Or some of us are, anyway. I, you're just sitting there judging Becca. No, like, you I'm know, not. you know all this. Stuff. She's, she's like, <laughs> what do you know about these trans fucking ins- imbeciles don't know shit about muscle cars. Uh. I just got a muscle car calendar from uh, the Beverage Square that I get in my Sam's? Is it Sam's? Uh, no, no, no. Their, I love their calendars, the Sam's. It's the same thing, but you it has a different <laughs> You guys get calendars from your liquor stores? Yeah. Hell yeah. And I, the Chinese delivery. If you order Chinese food and have it delivered to your house in the month of like December and January, you will get a cool Chinese we, calendar. We just got Ooh. our Chinese calendar. Yeah. I'm yeah. just upset with the amount of money I spend on alcohol in any given day that I don't have anybody giving me a calendar. Mm-hmm. Where do you usually go? I go all over, Tom, if mm. I go to the same place all the time. <laughs> it looks really bad. Oh. <laughs> well. Just, just I, I got to keep that in mind because I Maybe might have to be a you, disgruntled you customer. You get a calendar because you're not a regular. Look, anywhere. just because I go to three different or places doesn't mean everywhere. they don't each see me three days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes twice on Sunday. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> just, oh, the 29, you say? Oh, oh well, that's uh, all I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Fry, Fry makes reference to the mushroom in his shower. Oh, yeah. And it's always, always there, there waiting for me, like the mush- huge mushroom in I, my shower. I feel like that's come up before. Has, 
Did you live in a place that had shower mushrooms? No, but I don't think I've told this story. Oh. You might be reading my mind because okay. I have. I do have an anecdote. All right, <laughs> about mushrooms in the shower. So my dad, when I was a kid, used to be a medical supplies delivery guy. So oh, wait, people, that's not code for drug dealer. Right? No, 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 no. It's like actual. Like he would drive around oxygen tanks and hospital okay. beds to people who were, you know, house ridden due to their medical conditions. So where were uh, they? What were they doing before they got the, there? What? Were they just like sitting on the couch waiting? What do you mean? <laughs> the people that are waiting for medical supply? Is this like my dad would a deliver? Bed, if they didn't have oh, a bed. Oh, well, like you get into a car accident and you're in the hospital. When you come oh, okay. home, you need like. Oh, the, the bed's going to be there yeah, already. Like, okay. Yeah. So my dad would drive all over Ohio and deliver this stuff. And um, he had to set it up for these people who mm. usually were incapacitated in some way or another. And there was uh, at one time he went to deliver you know, something, oxygen tank or a bed or whatever medical supplies this person needed. He asked if he could use the bathroom and he went in and the entire floor, shower, walls covered in mushrooms. <gasps> he oh said it was no. the, like the grossest thing he had ever seen. The grossest or the most awesome? Because I could see that going either way. Well, he said it was like, there were piles of newspapers on the floor that they were like growing oh, out. Just oh, like yeah. mold and mushrooms and shit. Like... I don't know. It's, I bet there are undiscovered species in that house, probably. Well, I, this yeah. was when I was in, this was probably like 20 plus years ago. So who knows now? I could have had that job, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I could have seen the mushroom bathroom. I've missed out. I've been a horrible mistake. I um, mean, I've, had, I've lived in houses where the bathroom was not at all I know good. who all of your roommates have been. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Oh, when the, the guy who lived um, in my basement died? Oh, yeah, yeah. His bathroom was just literally ceiling to floor black mold. They had to oh. gut the whole oh, thing. No. When they took the shower out, my roommate was home, and she said it was like she could smell it from she was out on the, the back porch smoking a cigarette and she could smell oh, it when yeah. they took it out of the basement and so, loaded it into the truck. So you basically just lived above Lovecraftian horror. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if anyone wants to live in the apartment under my Fresh, house, <laughs> it's been painted and there's a brand new toilet. <laughs> they threw up some uh, paint and put a new uh, toilet in. <laughs> The entire apartment is Robin's egg blue. Just, oh. a, just a the, tiny yeah, bit of Cthulhu. Beautiful. Yeah. In, in the they John. threw a, a carpet over the corpse. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It'll decay eventually. Yeah, or petrify. And then you got dolomite on top. Um, the, uh, the whole thing with uh, Mr. Panucci. <laughs> Towing off Seymour <laughs> with the dough. <laughs> You've been in the sewers again? <laughs> yeah, the sewer water. And then just laying it back on going. I mean, I, the reason I asked if you'd ever worked in a pizza place is I worked in a pizza place in college. Not This is before the hippie stoner deli. This was, uh, it, it was a, actually, this covered all the bases. There was, a, there was a sandwich shop on one side. And an ice cream shop in the middle, and then a pizza shop on the other, and they all connected in the back. So you could, I mean, it was like, it was like Epcot Center of shitty food. Because so you could go and make a sandwich, and then you could go and make a pizza or a calzone or pasta, and then you could follow it up with ice cream. You could do them all together. I mean, and that that was the best because you could do like, you know, some real alchemy. You'd be like, I'm gonna make. An was it accessible meal. to customers? How they're all yeah. Connected? Well, there was a, it was a counter. Oh, okay. In uh, in like a student building. So, it just the the. 
the way that stuff gets made, especially in like an industrial sized kitchen where you're just like churning it out and churning it out and churning it out, it's just it's dangerous. Like those those the, have you ever seen like the you know like the KitchenAid mixers? Mm-hmm. Like imagine one that's big enough for you to sit in with a big metal hook to just like mix the dough. You like dump it in fifty pound bags of flour and stuff. Um, I'm sure all kinds of stuff fell in there. So seeing the hair in the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's vermicelli. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. You can do two things at once. Eat and swim. Oh, oh three things. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I've tried. I don't think I've tried to, to eat and swim, but I think I can get the third one taken care of. Jesus. I can't actually swim and pee at the same time. I have to stop and just stand there. <laughs> Stationary. Are you or wade. It helps wade you go in the faster. Pool. Number one, I mean, your not body's the pool. getting lighter. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. Not a pool. I mean, regular water. <laughs> bathtub. The bathtub. Oh. Oh. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh. it's extra propulsion and it helps you go faster. I mean, if you're down at the bottom of the pool, it'll help you rise right to the top. You need, you need to master these skills if you want to survive this modern world. <laughs> but I like that. It helps not... if it's a like a jet pool because then you don't even know that it's happening. Oh, you, you just become uh, overstimulated. It's it's kind of <laughs> nice because it, it when you're Sometimes when you overstimulate your body, it helps turn off your fucking brain. <laughs> just, I don't know why that came to mind. It's just a very, very frequent thought that I have sometimes now. <laughs> uh, but eventually, okay, so what did, what did he say to uh, the historians about how did he get Seymour back? Because like they didn't want to give it to him, they're like, "No, we have to study this." And blah, 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 blah. oh, before he gets him back, I, there is a legal line that I wrote down that was pretty good, where she says, "Fry, you can't keep boogieing like this. You'll catch a fever." Or <laughs> <laughs> She's very sidelined in this episode. I felt. Like. Yeah, definitely. It was it was a very Fry focused. Yeah, episode. Fry and Bender. It was yeah. like pretty much it. Yeah. Did Zoidberg even have a line? We're getting yeah, we're getting he had a okay. great one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, he said. Uh, Fry said something like, "Well, he uh, he was sm- always had that wet dog smell, even when he was dry." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I remember. Uh, and he chased the twenty nine twenty nine bus, like the twenty nine. Oh, the twenty nine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that took care of it. Um, so they give it back, but then no, then it turns into Bender doing another magic show, but he's using Zoidberg. <laughs> That's right. And is it Zoidberg and Amy? I don't As think they show in, who's in the who's in the, the bottom. Yeah. yeah, they never show who's it in there. It was me the whole the time. time. <laughs> He's just messing it all up because Zoidberg he does that. Him. I was in this box. You're not worthy of wearing Fry's leotard. <laughs> uh, and then it gets real weird with the cloning. That um, brings up the questions that I wanted to ask about okay. cloning. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have we asked them Is before? Is it real? Is cloning real? Yeah. I mean... Dolly, the sheep. The sheep? We were at the the History Museum. They were talking about those goats that were genetically cloned. Oh, yeah. To make right. like a Cleveland spider silk. Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. Um, Pittsburgh. No, it was in Pittsburgh. It was the natural... What is it with Pennsylvania museums and you guys? Like We, we had just, to go to all of them. We took a road trip. 
<laughs> we had did, well, this was all on the same trip. Did you stop in yeah. Pittsburgh on the way home? No, no on, on the way, way there. there. We went to. Um, you went to both of the P cities in Pennsylvania. Yep. We went to the um, mattress factory museum, art museum. <laughs> it, was, it was art, not mattress. <laughs> <laughs> I saw how mattress is made. Yeah. Is, were, did you see those little springs, the CGI springs with the construction hats on? Yes, that's all that they, was in yeah, there. Yeah, cool. Were they, were they like grunkalungas? <laughs> yeah. They're just springs? <laughs> no, I know. No, I know cloning is real. Would you clone your pet? If it was possible. <laughs> I think uh-huh. we know the answer to that in my case. I know. I'm not asking you. I'm asking both Becca and myself about <laughs> our animals. <laughs> Michelle's not involved in it. I'm not involved. No, I'm just kidding. No, bo- both of you. Would yeah, it you... wouldn't be the same. You wouldn't do it's it? It's not the same animal. No, it's not no. the same. It would look like it, but. What if it was the Qbert version of Cody? <laughs> With the swish nose. Well, sometimes nose. I wonder, like, if I'd had my cat when she was a kitten, if she would have, like, been even better. Like, she's great. My cat's cool, but she's not very, like, cuddly. She's nice, but she she will, like, go and sit and watch you from afar. And then she'll occasionally come up and cuddle with you for five or ten minutes, and then she'll run away. So what she'll go back to her she's perch. she's a cat. Well, I mean, the other cat that I, my roommate's cat, he's, like, all over me 24-7, He's a cuddling creep. up in the bed and yeah. whatever. And I wonder, like, if I had trained her from her kittenhood, would she have been, like, more uh, sociable or something? No. I don't know. No, I think no? lady cats true. are just mean. Yeah. Yeah. Did she have, like, a... It's like, just, like, uh, like nature, nature versus nurture with cats. Did you make a wire frame <laughs> cat mother to nurse her off of? Or, <laughs> like, the, the old site? It came up with the... Um, in the Conversations Heart episode, they had the, the wireframe man that was like, I have no opinions and I'm willing to yeah. change, you know, with the thing. Um, I would. Does he have a brother? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, so that's that's you guys. What about you, Becca? Would I clone them? Yeah. No, probably not. At all. No. Not at all. Maybe Ganja. I have this golden child cat at my okay. parents' house, so I'd probably clone him. I would have cloned our fish that's gone because they all died. Unfortunately. Oh, I just yeah. noticed that. The yeah, you haven't, you haven't been gone. here in a month. What Prince, happened? Bella, Princess, and Dorothy all Aww. been. They just—they're not robust things. So Bella was a good fish, actually. So was Princess and Dorothy, and I feel bad that all of them passed away. Even Ice Cream, the fish from last Aww. year, Ice Cream was a good fish. Uh, these other fuckers that tear up the furniture and everything—I would tell my wife that I was going to get them cloned. The cockroaches. The, the cats, and then. I'd put them in the cloning machine and I'd pull a bender and be like, whoops, threw them in the lava. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no more of them. You can get that dog you wanted. I, like, I miss my old dogs. I'd clone them. They were really nice. I see. I don't think I would at all. Because it wouldn't be fair. Why? You're, I don't you're, know. you're effectively like, giving them a more immortality. It's, it's definitely but you're not, not, it's not the same personality. Yeah, it's, it's not the, the same body. animal. I mean, we it's only even cells. Get, yeah. Would you, I mean. Uh, mm, I don't know if I would or not, because I don't think it would ever end up being the same pet, because that all depends on how you train it, how much time you spend with it. Like, it, it's it's not the same. Listen, even I, if, like, it died tragically. What if it was, like, a pet cemetery thing, though, and it came back yeah. and it was, like, really mm. angry and nasty and horrible? 
I mean, here's the thing. I know all of you guys are, are uh, you know, neuroscientists and stuff, but I just want to put <laughs> this out there. You're saying that if you clone them, the personality wouldn't be the same. However, uh, just, just ride with me. I'm going to posit that our personalities are effectively, you know, built out of the way that our brains have wired themselves together. Like, you know, the, when you create new memories and things like there's new pathways that are forged in your brain, you know, you, you are the sum total of the actual cellular connections that are going on inside your skull. So if you could take an animal at whatever point and not just clone it from the DNA, but like clone the actual like physical structure of its brain, wouldn't the personality be the same? Training or anything, you have to train it, none of it. That brings up, but that, that's also the nature versus nurture. How much is nature versus right. how much well, is no, nurture? No, 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 because if that's the case, because like I'm not saying that nature versus nurture, I mean, both of them affect the development of, of the brain of a living thing. We'll, we'll take that as a given, you know, because you could take two identical things and run them off differently, and some things will be the same, and other things will be all fucked up and different. That's that's a given, but like your brain literally changes physically based on the experiences you have. Right. So if you could take an animal at whatever point and not just clone the DNA, but literally clone the same physical structure of its brain, I would think that the personality would therefore be identical because you're you're rebuilding it to that point. You're not just growing it as a but fetus. Wouldn't it only if the memories are stored in the creamy core of the dog. Well, where else I mean, are they going to be stored? <laughs> also, is it being cloned right to the point where it was died? Because then what's the point? If it's being recloned well, no, from the beginning... I mean, the whole process like of cloning... Being a puppy, this is the mistake that people make all the time. Creating a clone of yourself will not create a duplicate of yourself at current age. This is right. bullshit. It's it's bullshit. Except you get that machine in multiplicity. <laughs> you would have... If, if you cloned yourself, you would need an egg still. You still need an egg from a woman to implant with DNA and create a fetus... And then you would have a baby you, and then you would have to grow a baby you to adulthood, and then you would have a clone of you this sounds eventually. Like some kind of feminist revisionist history, right? <laughs> and you would no, be. I mean, has anyone ever you played would be Metal however Gear Solid? much older than your clone I, all the I time? Have not. I don't know what that is. So the answer is, cloning's not real. It, it's real. It's just <laughs> <laughs> it's pretend. <laughs> What about clowning? How do you feel about clowning? <laughs> the answer is dinosaurs never existed. Crappy, ineffective reaper. <laughs> We're still not talking about the dead dog. We're trying I'm to trying. Keep it light. I am trying to get you guys back I on mean, track. No, look, I mean, but these are these are serious metaphysical questions that nobody needs to hear our take on. Um, Bender again, the emotionless robot gets so bent out of shape that he's not Fry's best friend compared to Seymour. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's for a selfish reason, though. Yeah, oh, it's totally selfish. He kills. He's very selfish. He, he, well, we'll get there. But Cubert, uh, as much as I hate him, good intro line of why the idiot convention. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, you really oh, got to bust Hubert. that out more often. Fucking Cubert. I hate Cubert. I'm glad the professor gave him that toe. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it was, well, whose toe was that in the Clonatron? Was it the professor's toe or was it Qbert's toe? I think it was, yeah, his it was like toe. an extra was it toe. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> Did he clone his toe to then clone? Well, no, because no, he scraped him off. He scraped him off of his back with a fork. Oh, ah, oh, so it's just. I guess it, 
I mean, it could have been whatever toe it's was cannon. used in the last in it. They've never, I mean, he's got that whole machine. It's not like he doesn't use it for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a smidge of a toe, though. <laughs> Is Dog nougat. How do you feel about nougat in general? I love nougat. Nougat's great. Really? Three Musketeers is one of my it's favorite. mine too. Uh, candy bars, and it's just chocolate and nougat. Mm-hmm. What is nougat? Just whipped. It's like. Goodness. Yeah. It's like a fluffy, chocolatey cream. Made out of what? Like, I understand Chocolate what it is. and, like, whatever. Sugar. Yeah, it's... Chocolate, it's, sugar, I don't know. Not quite. A, it, it can't be quite like a meringue, because meringues harden. But I would say it's probably some kind of air-infused chocolate dairy mixture. Made with sugar, honey, roasted nuts, whipped egg whites. There you go. And sometimes chopped So it is kind fruit. of like a meringue where it's whipped fruit? egg whites. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. I've never had a fruity nougat. No. But uh, I don't mix my fruit and desserts. <laughs> oh, I do all the time. I mean, I think if you got a fruity nougat, it would be akin to like uh like a fruit cake. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, these are fresh strawberries in my nougat. It's like here's a Or would it be like a cheesecake? Because it's like whipped. Oh, I think or but nougat's still got that tacky like whipped. It's got that tacky uh mm-hmm. I, I the reason I ask is like I like it in theory. I'm a fan of Three Musketeers and Milky Ways and whatnot. But I always feel like when I eat some form of nougat, it's really acidic. It burns the back of my throat. Hmm. Well, baby demigorgons apparently love nougat. (laughs) (laughs) They're awful. Would you clone a baby demigorgon? Spoiler (laughs) alert for people who are dumb and haven't watched the new season of Stranger Things. Sorry. Um, Like you didn't know. So it turns out Eleven is a demigorgon, <laughs> <laughs> and she grows her hair out. It's bullshit. She's not the same. That is not what I expected her hair to look like when no. it grew out. No, like Peter Stormari. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in the punk rock episode, she just kind of looks like a mini Peter Stormari. I mean, I don't know who that bitchin'. is. You do, you do you do you'd know him if you saw him. He's he's in a million things. Uh, he was in Fargo. He was in mm. American Gods. I don't know who that is either. Are I you kidding? Either. You guys, we're all laughing. No idea. Yeah. We're all laughing. It's it's like Rick and Morty. He's no, a regular red red grin grumble. I don't know who that is. For oh everyone listening, oh, wait, Pete is now it. showing us his phone. Who this? Whoever this guy is, I I don't recognize him. But acting career. Uh, he was in the Frogger episode of Seinfeld. He's in the Big Lebowski. He was in Armageddon. He was in Who Bad was Boys he in the too. big was he the Jesus? Who was he? In the Big Lebowski? Yeah. No, he was one of the thugs. Oh. He was I... on Prison Break. He's in uh I haven't seen any of those things. He's in a bunch of video games, Mercenaries, Playground of Destruction, Mercenaries 2, World in Flames, Icewind. You can't Dale be in too. a video game, you're just the voice of not a video if they, game. Not if they turn you into a, a thing. Uh he was in Swedish Dicks. He was in John Wick 2. He was in American Gods. You'd know him if you saw him. He's a big mm. fucking Swedish guy, but he's always got slicked back hair. Uh, okay. In, in Fargo, 
Well, you said the, John Wick 2, and I have seen that. I have not seen fa- the, the movie Fargo the movie or the Fargo. show. Okay, I have seen Fargo. Okay. Not the show Fargo, but the, the movie Fargo I have seen. The show Fargo is very good. Okay. I haven't gotten into it. I know Fargo. Good, I know who he with, is in with Fargo. Steve Buscemi. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He's the other guy. I can okay. picture him. Mm-hmm. Okay, put yes. Steve Buscemi in the thing. I got it. Okay. That's Peter Stormari. Still delaying the dead dog talk. <laughs> yes. Um, pause. So there's pause. an. Oh. All right, so there's another flashback that comes up. Fry is playing the arcade game Monkey Fracas Jr. I love that. Which <laughs> is that kind of like Donkey Kong or yeah, I, I like don't what think is it's... The, or Ape Escape Monkey Fracas? I don't know. So I we, think what was it, big in, to, in 1999? We so, brought that up before. I don't think it's an actual game. No, but well, no, it's Monkey like, Fracas uh, Jr. is not a game. But episode it? one, it was in it because that's yeah, it's, it's the, the but then yeah. it was also in I think episode two when they go to the moon. Uh, to Lunar Land or whatever. Oh, maybe it is. And as he's playing that, or maybe he's playing Moon Patrol or both, but it shows, it's just like, it's such a great name for a game. I can't believe it hasn't been turned into one. Maybe mm-hmm. he was also, I think, just Monkey Fracas. Not well, monkey there's Fracas a Monkey Fracas Jr. that probably is a Monkey Fracas. Mm-hmm. should be a Monkey Fracas. Uh, you don't get to use the word Fracas very much. Here's the thing that, uh, that really drove me nuts about this is it's like when they do the full on. Nibbler retcon now mm-hmm. on that flashback. Yeah. With the, yeah, shadow the shadow and the eye and the garbage can and like Yeah. You know, we we Well, you know. What was the purpose ago? of that? I guess it happens later on, right, Tom? Yeah, like it, so there's all... a what is it, the one of the the movie is it in the movie or is it no, one it's, of the upcoming episode? It's in an upcoming the Y of Fry. The Y of Fry, that's it right. It might be the next episode. I think it we might jumped be. around a little bit. I'm still annoyed by it though. Like it just seems like they got bored midway through the fourth season and decided to fuck with shit. Yeah, but in even in the pilot episode, there's the is the shadow the there? shadow mm-hmm. is right. there. So they had a plan, but the actual like eye yeah. looking out yeah. that I thought that was a little like too on the nose. Yeah. yeah. So Fry's on his way to the applied cryogenics lab and. Seymour's upset about it, and he's pulling on his pant leg. He thinks he, he Mr. He your pants is too short or something. <laughs> Which is crazy, because frankly, you look fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. So, blah, blah, blah. Same thing that happens in all of the, the many, many scenes where Fry gets cryogenically frozen. He goes in, I see Wiener. Oh, oh crud. You know, and that's <laughs> classic line, oh, crud. Then we see uh, that's that's the same thing that generally happens in all these flashback episodes, other than the retcon. Yeah. It's the same exact animation comes up that was in the first episode. Other than that, Shadow. Well, his, uh, maybe I'm jumping out, or I, maybe I didn't take the notes, but like Fry's parents come to the cryogenics lab. That's like the next flashback. Is though. it? Oh, my Yeah, God. there's like, it, it f- goes back and forth so many times yeah, because it's... my next note is that Bender has Charlemagne's bones. Yes, and so... a head-based laser show and reading glasses. Yeah. Like, there's just a lot of weird <laughs> Why did you give me the Daily Growl? This isn't a reputable newspaper. <laughs> oh, that's for Seymour. Um, I think I could watch Leela and Amy wrestle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> all day long uh, just like for purely creepy purposes like sexy, like, I really what was the point that. of that just like Amy and Leela were sexy wrestling to they practice their hand to hand combat they, they were like I'm not like you know they were very adept at their wrestling mm-hmm. moves it wasn't just like you know it was like a thing but they were all dolled up in like the outfits it was like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, frankly, it and was they, kind of they did it up in like the lounge area. Like yeah, they could they have done like, it anywhere. Well, it's basically what my daughter does in the living room. She just lays out yoga mats and does all kinds of shit. And like, I that's awesome. Is, no, it's not because I'm waiting for her to kick over the TV, and <laughs> then I'm gonna lose my shit. Just, just, you you know, need to secure it. I don't need to secure it. You leave the fucking TV alone. You don't do cartwheels in the living room. <laughs> have you seen how small my house is? Have you seen how big my daughter is now? She's, she's eight and she's almost as tall as my wife. It's terrifying. She's going to be some sort of a monster, just all legs and locked in her room. It's, it's a terrible thing. Uh, but like the robo puppy um, that Bender gets, it reminded me like there has always been the weird robot puppy. Oh, that was there like was, the year that those toys came out, though. The robo puppies. Yeah, back in like 2000. I remember having one because I was in yeah, 2000. I was 12. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really have one? Yeah. My neighbor had one. Was it cool? It, did it, no. Did its they were tongue dumb. make sparks? No. No. <laughs> I they never were had stupid. a robot they were just, dog. It was plastic and it just went, Arr. When I was you younger. the iTunes ones? There like was no such iPod? no iPods no. did not exist when I was twelve. <laughs> I, lo- I love that Becca makes you sound old too. <laughs> oh. This is what it feels like <laughs> every damn week. Um, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Becca. It's like this little guy, those yeah. But and then I think I know what you're talking about. What I remember like when I was, what I wanted when I was a little kid, one of those dogs that would bark, run, and then do a backflip. What I had, mine had fur. They had them out in front of KB tongue. Toys. Yeah, and just yeah, yeah. So mine had fur, and you gave like you could press on its tongue, or I guess it had like a plastic bone that I probably immediately lost. But it would go like, <laughs> arf, arf, and it would it would do that. It would like lay down and then stand up. But it was just like robot legs <laughs> that would like lift it up and down. I don't think it ever jumped. It didn't have that kind of power. But could you talk to it? I mean. No, I mean you I don't could, think that technology came hear, out until the listen. Furby. Oh, did I? Did I talk to it? Yes. Did it? No. No. I was a little disturbed by the fact that there's like an open lava pit underneath the Planet Express building. Yeah, they come back yeah. to that actually. Do they? It's reoccurring. Okay, so but and then that's what's powering the clonomat. But then when they take the elevator down, poor Scruffy. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's not an elevator. A it's a scruffy with the rope. <laughs> and he's pulley. really grunting yeah. and like exerting himself for this. Scruffy. Uh, but then now here's we're getting to the crux of this whole episode. And really, like all of this is bullshit until you get to the last like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Bender is so jealous of Seymour that he throws the petrified dog into the lava and it creates this existential crisis for everybody. Like, it's such a dick move. It well, because Bender came in to get Fry for the talent show, and Fry was like, "No, fuck off! Like, we're we're trying to bring my best friend back to life." Which you know, I mean, it's I don't so really blame petty. Bender. It's so petty yeah. and bad, and just the the it's lava. For God's sakes, it's lava. Lava destroys things. But Seymour may may yet be alright. <laughs> may yet, really? I mean, it's, okay. So is Dolomite? Uh, it's a real. Yeah, no, it's I know a, it's, it's a, a real... rock, a, yeah, a well, mineral, <laughs> and also a black exploitation movie. Badass <laughs> dolomite, the tough yeah, black mineral real that won't badass. pop out when there's heat about. Well, see, that's just a shaft reference, which is just they're just getting their yeah, black exploitation mixed yeah. up. Just but, trying, yeah. But first of all, is is dolomite actually black? 
the rock dolomite? No, no it's like bright white and red and right. pink. So number one, there's there's that. Here's the it's every website. color but black, actually. Mm-hmm. This one has black speckles in it. Yeah, I've, it's seen, not the same. I've seen it. Um, but is it is it a sedimentary rock? I guess I have the Wikipedia page up. No, I, I don't think it is. Question. Uh, it's the um, term is also used for a sedimentary carbonate rock composed mostly of the mineral dolomite. So it's, it's a, a mineral, but then there is a rock that can form and deposit. So I guess Seymour mm-hmm. could have been petrified dolomite. So yeah. that tracks. Good. That could tracks. Have been, could have been rain, dolomite rain. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, who knows what was in the water at that point? Um, we get know. another flashback. Another one. These, these flashbacks, we even skipped one with the... Um, so they're waiting. The, the fries are waiting for Philip to come home for New Year's Day, and yeah. he never comes. So Seymour shows up, and he's walking on sunshine, and uh, trying to get everybody's attention because Fry never came back to the the pizza place. And that's just basically the entirety of that right. flashback is them saying like, "Hey, maybe Seymour can lead us to Philip." But then, then, but then Fry's dad thinks that the year two, the year the Y two K computers. Yeah. Gone. So this next one, <laughs> this next one is. Uh, showing what does it show i've got like one note from it because it's so fast but it, there's a simpsons reference where they're showing businesses that they're that seymour is running around to trying to find fry really? one he's of like the sniffing stuff yeah he's like he, like he licked up fry's hair at the barber shop oh, yeah, and all that yeah, stuff yeah. and then so, do not don't catch checks from this man yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so seymour goes to a uh, like a, a putt putt place called mr putz's <laughs> and there's a sign out front that says something about like due to because someone inconsiderate inconsiderate yes. unsanitary condition. that is a simpsons reference because windmill, is that where bart, bart was, was conceived? conceived in a windmill at a oh, putt putt yeah. yeah. course <laughs> i thought they were saying that like fry took a dump there <laughs> <laughs> no, but that would also have been yes. funny. Okay, that makes sense. So this is where the oh, so yeah. they all tie together. But the Simpsons are a TV show in Fry's world. Oh my God, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. That's, that's all right. So we're back in the year <laughs> three thousand and whatever, and uh, Fry is gonna jump into the lava to try to save uh, Seymour. <laughs> he takes his he, clothes he off. He gets naked <laughs> like that will matter. And he runs up to the lava. He doesn't jump in, but he he's looking at his reflection in the lava. But like lava doesn't the lava reflect. doesn't it doesn't reflect. It's not it's not a reflective surface. It's molten rock. Like why would they do that? I, I like that Zoidberg goes to Pender. You didn't do anything wrong. Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> like, he's such a just. He's uh, I'll be your friend. Yeah, <laughs> I could be your best friend easy. Uh, and then Bender is now 40% Dolomite. Yes. Uh, <laughs> He's 40% everything. <laughs> I know. We've, when the situation calls for. You know what else? He loves Fry, not like the ancient Greeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but the way when a robot loves a human. Or sometimes how a gorilla loves a kitty. <laughs> Coco. <laughs> Did Coco get stuffed when Coco died? Is Coco still alive? I don't know. Or was Coco the one that got sad when Robin Williams? Like, I don't remember. Oh. oh, I think there are probably a lot of gorillas named Coco. Well, now honestly. there is. It's like Shamu. Um, I think Coco <laughs> was the one that could speak country. sign language. Oh, you, you know what? Coco is the sign language gorilla. First of all, Ooh. that had the kitten. The one with that the kitten is Coco's real name is Hanabiko, mm. and Coco is a nickname. 
Uh, but Coco is still alive. It is Coco. And 46 years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, you go, Coco. <laughs> you go, Coco. I'm looking for the Robin Williams story, which I think oh. is just bullshit. I think that was just one of those things. Well, that's going to make me sad, too. What is it? Supposedly, when Robin Williams died, they told Coco, and Coco, like, sign language, like, you know, sad. Oh, man. But that's that rough. seems like... I, but How then did looking, Coco know? Well, looking you... through that, there was some... Like short film, Robin Williams and Coco. Of course, there was. Mm-hmm. Like he patch Adams up the zoo he or also something. S- she also signed that Robin Williams owed her five dollars. <laughs> well, that's that's why she was mad. That's why Coco was upset. She's waiting for that five bucks. For my money, world's greatest dad is his finest performance on film. I understand it's a transgressive role, but Bobcat Goldthwait cinema. Sorry. It is a great movie. Go check it out. So in yet another flashback, Seymour finds Fry. Seymour finds Fry in the cryogenics lab, and there's the hungover. Man, I am one hungover cryogenics technician. (laughs) And uh, Seymour's, like, digging at the the cryo chamber. (laughs) Can't solve all your problems by freezing them. (laughs) Oh, yeah? (laughs) So that's when the fries come in and they say like, "Hey, sorry we're late. Uh, we all got sick from bad baloney." And then Fry's dad says, "Why, 2 K?" Oh, that's oh yeah, the paranoia. whole thing, the the, <laughs> the baloney sandwiches on New Year's New yeah. Year's Day brunch. That yeah. is really <laughs> disgusted me. Is that real? I hope not. Maybe I for the fries. Not. Go, go, yeah. go. Touchdown. I mean, look at their house. They show the exterior of their yeah. house. Yeah. You know what it looks like. like He's got the bunk two by stuff fours. underneath, doesn't he? I thought he had like the prepper area for the they, Y2K yeah. computers. Hey, uh, where were you? I don't think we've uh, asked this since you've been on the show, Michelle. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it'll matter because you probably weren't able to have memories. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, where, now. where were you at the New Year's Eve 99 to 2000? I was, well, I was 12. And I ha- I remember having like a wine glass and the stem was two thousand. But I drank fuck. no, I drank I think I drank like Coke out of it or something. No, it would have been Pepsi because my grandma was a Pepsi lady. Okay. We always went to my grandparents' house for New Year's Eve. And um we would uh just hang out. I was I, I just specifically remember being like in my grandparents' basement with my little wine glass filled with liquid. It may have actually been grape juice. I don't know. Was but your like waiting uncle there? Like I was just yeah. I, he probably was. <laughs> Um, just waiting for for Y two K. Like the power's gonna go Dick out. Clark's gonna do it. Shit's gonna go bananas. <laughs> like in two seconds. And I waited and I waited and then the ball dropped and then nothing happened. And I was very disappointed. <laughs> I was looking forward to to some martial law. Like I was a weird kid. No, it, like I still even, am uh, really weird. Obviously, but I still hold it against the corpse of Dick Dick Clark. That like uh, when I, Clark. When I first got aware of. Uh, and and I have to say this right because it's wrong the way that you're supposed to say it. Mm. New Year's Rockin' Eve. Oh, just not that, Rockin' New Year's yeah, Eve. Just yeah, just that. And and I don't know when that changed or why that changed. Like, it's probably, I mean, like, it was New Year's fucking Eve. Even that doesn't <laughs> sound right. No. You can put fucking pretty much anywhere. But, like, it was probably Rockin' New Year's Eve, and then someone, like, trademarked it underneath him. He's like, well, fuck you. I'm just going to make it New Year's Rockin' Eve because yeah. I'm Dick Clark. Well, then but, now it's Ryan Seacrest and some kind of weird robo Jenny McCarthy who I cannot stand to look at. No, it, but it's God, the same I used thing. to love her. It's, it's just... She went nutty. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. 
Still, like, still after a while, the before, dead dog. yeah, before Dick Clark died, though, his skin looked like beef jerky. Like no, he those was last, so artificially tanned. Mm, those last couple uh, years were rough because he couldn't really talk. Yeah, he was just, all stroked he, out, but he wouldn't let go. The, right, the, but, and the only reason I bring it up is the language he would use to describe what was going to happen to the ball. Mm-hmm. Be like, it's going to come plummeting down, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Like they're gonna cut those ropes, and this giant frame of glass bulbs is gonna drop, and then it's like explode, and it's gonna look like that scene in the Natural where he hits the baseball into the lights, and it's like, everywhere. no, and it's just like it's Scruffy's up there with a pulley. So I, yeah, where were you, Tom? Hiding out in my bunker, okay. getting ready. No, actually, I was just at home. Um, I did go out. I remember I went out and bought two jugs of water just in case. <laughs> I, figured, I think everyone did just in case. You. Like, they'll be fine. Uh, I don't remember. I was, I mean, let's see, 2000. I was in, you know, what, sophomore year maybe. Okay. So Nothing I, too crazy. Nothing too crazy. I was like five or six. And I was at home with the flu. I had no idea what it was about, what was happening. And I was watching a Tremors marathon with my dad. At five? Yeah. That seems like very irresponsible parents. And I, really, <laughs> I mean, this, we, we should have been talking about that for the last Her dad was preparing her for what yeah, could happen, like, what the future would hold. There might after be that giant worms with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it's a problem. Uh, I, I think I was in... Chicago, I think that's what I think I was with some friends there just having like a party and nothing happened and we just got really loaded and enjoyed ourselves and then we woke up the next day and got brunch. I think that's what it was, but I you know clearly it wasn't memorable. <laughs> my uh, my aunt and uncle, my this is my mom's brother and his wife both work for um, national security. Okay, so they were like, no, it's bullshit like it's not, it, this is not real don't worry about it it's not going to happen this is what you this need is not to how worry computers about. work you, what you need to worry about is a reticulon zetas <laughs> i don't know or what, did i say that is it zeta reticuli i don't know they're like the not uh, grays grays oh don't talk about those no are you freaked out by aliens have you seen uh, those yes. russian Uh-oh. videos no oh i'll get to show you that after we're done so uh Ultimately, after Fry decides not to jump into the lava, he just lets Bender. Seymour go. Well, Bender does it. Does he? Bender jumps in there and this saves This might have been Seymour. the point where I start blocking it out. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. So because Bender's 40% dolomite, and because Bender threw Seymour into the lava and he starts oh, feeling right. bad. His eyes Bender, melt. Yeah, Bender jumps but in his, the lava. his side busts open when he's in the lava, and they don't ever address that. No, he comes up, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it opened up when he was in there. Well. Maybe the other 60% of Bender that's not Dolomite <laughs> melted back into Bender shape. That's the sort of thing that I would find an uh, issue with Becca, and apparently the answer is cartoon, cartoon logic. logic. Well, it's a fucking cartoon. It's <laughs> my... Yeah. yeah, so they do get Seymour back, and Professor starts the clonomat, and the clonomat says, you know, canine familiaris and uh, age 15. So Fry says, oh, well, he lived another 12 years after 
I was gone and he probably made added new songs to his repertoire and he probably forgot about me a long time ago and this is where I start to fucking cry oh. because this is where this becomes the saddest cartoon in the history of cartoons because you got Connie Francis singing a thousand summers <laughs> I will wait for you and the dog just gets old and it snows and there's leaves and then it's summertime and then it snows again. There's and then 12 he dies. Different, 12 different, like, it I makes it up like 12 years. Yeah, well, look. I, okay. I get it. It's sad. Uh, here's my confession. I wasn't really moved by it. Now, I know I'm dead inside. So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just laying that as a baseline. But here, I mean, like, I get it. It's sad. But at the same time, for that damn dog to just pine away for 12 years, like, he really didn't have any sort of ambition or anything. Like, it's a dog. It's it's loyalty. It's it's loyalty. You know know who else was loyal? Several dogs and dog history. The Nazis. I mean, he could have. Well, that's why Hitler killed his dog. Right. You could have, you could have. And Eva Braun. He could have found another dumb delivery boy. Maybe not as dumb as Fry. He could have, but he didn't. He didn't. And that's oh. so, he, so good about dogs. He was unwilling to help himself. And that's that's not a good, you know, personality trait. I'm not trying to shit on Seymour. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, it's sad. He, had, he was miserable before he met yeah. Fry. Mm-hmm. Hung out with Fry. And then... He met him in 97, so they spent... Three years. Three years, three he years says together. It. Yeah. Why didn't you leave Cody in Florida, Tom? Because I would have been so sad. He would have, <laughs> <laughs> would have been... Oh, he would have been the saddest. Yeah. Would he have, though? He would have been so sad. If he got to just stay there and wait, get to guard... I'm just look. I, I I know you love him. He's a very nice dog. I'm just... just I'm positing an alternate reality. No, Eventually, he probably would have gotten over it, as any dog would eventually get over it. But I mean, this is the kind of line of questioning I, that would make Horchie quit the show again. I, I get would, that, but I'm I being would, sincere. No, I would hope that, like, that it, it that's the point. It's so sad. It's like the dog just sitting there waiting for him. Like, it would be way happier if, like, he, like, was sitting there waiting, and then, like, a family came over and, like, took yeah. him. And yeah, then, they saw him sad, like, and they yeah. took him. That's the saddest part is that he's sitting there lonely waiting for him. Right. Nobody but Mr. Panucci coming okay, out giving yeah, so him a little scratch of Mr. Panucci could have played him pep talk by the descendants and patted mm-hmm. him on the butt and been like, go out, go get him. Go get him. That's true. And that's, that's the whole thing. he loves Fry. But I, look, you can still love someone. You can love the memory of someone. I, I've dealt with this similar situation in real life with people where, like, not me directly, just... I have been around people who lost someone and they just were like, I'm done. And it's like, well, you're not doing anyone any good. Like you can pine and pine and pine, or you can like learn to deal with the grief and get on with your life and still be productive. That dog sat on his ass for 12 more years. I'm going to get like flamed to death on Twitter. I get that. I'm not, I'm not trying to be. Dogs can't process grief. I'm going to tweet dogs. right now you hate. I'm <laughs> glad I turned notifications off for the, the, the Slurmcast Twitter because, oh, my God. Dogs apparently can't remember things for, like, a, you know, minutes. I Like, I get it. I get where this creates sadness. And it is sad that he just missed Fry so much 
that he basically just wasted away to nothing and died. But I feel like he didn't die at the end, though. Well, he died at some point. They insinuate that he dies. They just don't he's, show when. He's not right. alive. Well, he in the lays museum. down, and closes his oh, eyes. Oh yeah, that's even he fucking dies. sadder. He dies. That's, he that's doesn't him die dying. there he, because he's when he gets covered in dolomite, he's standing up. Okay, <laughs> in in the pizza shop. Yes. So well, he didn't die at that mm, point. That's true. I, just, I feel like they insinuate that that's how he dies. It's it's an impl- it's an implied death. It's, it's to make it look even sadder. Yeah. 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 So how did this this well, episode here, this won is an what Emmy. makes me feel better? Yeah, it did. Well, it, it was nominated. I think it lost to The Simpsons. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So what makes what makes this what makes me feel better about this episode is that it gets completely retconned later on in one of, in the one of the movies where. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So there's there is. An episode where, yeah, where Fry doesn't get frozen and he lives in in New York. Like he he actually gets home and he goes. Yeah, he goes back home and he becomes. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it. Never mind. Well, wait, hang on. So then Fry has to to deal with the grief of a dead dog. Okay, wait a second. Let me rethink everything. No, we'll get to that. It, we're, we'll yeah, be there shortly. We'll, we'll get there. It's we're the getting first there. movie. Okay. It's, yeah. I mean, it's... The first movie. So look. we've got... Technically, this episode was broadcast season five, episode two. Really? So this one is... We're, it's almost like we're skipping over a whole bunch of stuff that huh. the world would have seen before, uh, before you know, all the rest of the season four yeah. stuff that they've already seen. Um. Like I, I yeah, so. I understand the sadness of it. Like I'm not mm-hmm. trying to downplay that. And I get like it's, is is moving. Well, it's moving if you're not dead inside. <laughs> I get it. I can process it in the way a sociopath does, where you're like, I understand, but I'm just gonna pretend like I'm not. I, like I'm, I was expecting to <laughs> very, be like it's I've, very sad. Look, mm-hmm. I've yes. had to hold my dogs as they are put down. I bawled like a baby. I've, I I understand the sadness of like losing a pet. Very. Uh, I I also can understand the joy in losing one or three. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying. <sighs> wishful thinking, but this was something where it's just like, you know, he's just like, oh, I'm done, and he waited. But you could still be loyal and be like, I'm gonna. I'm going to come back every day and just wait, but I'm not going to wait here every day because I got dog things to do. There's bu- the 29 bus to chase. I can go in and get some pizza. Mm-hmm. I can use this as a home base. And I can back, be like, hey, Mr. Panucci, did you see Fry? <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, hey, Seymour. Fry came back. And then, like, everything's good. You know, wait here tomorrow. Like, How did his parents not see they him just didn't in look. the... I know. Yeah. They, they weren't look. looking. They were kind of shitty parents. Are they, they are very shitty parents. And, and Yancey was not a great brother either. So, <laughs> no. like, he, you know, he, he established himself as being kind of shitty, and then it was really his yeah. son that redeemed him. Yeah. Well, I, I guess uh, Seymour, like, had also seen Fry in, though, tube did he so was he just waiting hoping that he would be coming out soon yeah why or didn't he like, go back so yeah, again. why wouldn't he just stay at the cryogenic tube that would be even be more sad of him just <laughs> sitting and sleeping well, by the 
the the hungover too. cryogenics technician probably would have called the fries yeah. and had him take Seymour home again. But you know, with well, the hungover, or the, just frozen. technician didn't recognize that one of their things was yeah. filled up with a guy. Because he was hungover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that guy stayed there for another thousand years. Yeah. Well, technically, okay. So here's here's what I want to know: if if Seymour was fossilized in the year 2012, because he was three when Fry. Yes. Yeah, whatever. So does that mean that 2012 is when... The first alien attack? The first alien attack, yeah. We don't know what happened. Yeah, but that's what would have had to happen if Seymour was petrified petrified in 2012 at age 15. So at what point does Fry... Well, hang on. How long was Fry unnoticed in a cryogenic chamber? Or am I just unraveling the whole premise of the show? Because he could have died. Seymour could have died... And then the petrification process could have happened. It's like when they find the Icelandic uh, mummies and Mm -hmm. the peat bogs or whatever, like those guys die. They like die in caves. Not necessarily. Some of them do. And they're in the cave. They like get get dry. But there's the peat bog ones too. Where they like never decompose because they've been under so many It's just, it's like if you hit that right combination mm -hmm. of chemicals, it bleaches out the moisture and replaces it with other shit all at Mm -hmm. kind of the right, perfect rate. But, you know, so he could have, you know, he still had the nougat center. You're right. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the Petra, like, I, I would guess, I wonder how that works. Like, if you, this is petrified wood. That's what I'm saying, because you wouldn't have the creamy dog nougat center, the creamy but, core of dog nougat. But you might. Unless he was, like, flash petrified. It was, like, yeah, no, it was uh, flash uh, fossilized. Yeah. He was I don't think that's a thing. fast fossilized. Not in not in real life, but in cartoons. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fast fossilized. Yeah, that's not a real a, thing. It's well, it's addressed in the show though. Like Professor says so. But if you so say you have a log and it's in a riverbed and it becomes petrified. And there's a frog on the log. And it jumps in front of a car and gets. <laughs> and the frog in the log is in a bog. But the uh, if you have a piece of wood that's getting petrified by slowly being having its organic elements replaced with uh, rocks. It doesn't happen from the inside out. It would have to happen from the outside in, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, we're talking about a process that takes it, thousands and thousands of years. You know what? Also, alien technology probably has a gun that could just fast fossilize you. Why so would, maybe that's what happened. Why would they happened. do that, though? Because they were just going around shooting everything. Have you ever seen um, with the, the Mars attacks? The, the fact that Panucci's Pizza was still a Panucci's Pizza... And we see Mr. Panucci like super old when Seymour is an old dog. That leads me to believe that 2012 was when Seymour died, and also when everything got, you know, yeah, I guess buried and fossilized because Panucci's Pizza probably wouldn't have been around for that long. Yeah, and the dog wouldn't still be there, like in the the pizza the the pizzeria. But in that scene, he just laid down and went to sleep. He didn't die. Sure, yep, that makes me feel better. That's what I'm going to think from now on until forever. <laughs> I believe. You're going to believe when you see the video. <laughs> oh, it, I've seen is this video. Is it the creepy video. alien? It's a Russian KGB video? Yeah. Oh. I've seen it. I think yeah. we watched it here at some point. No. Or we discussed it. I, I heard about it on a different podcast. 
and then I went and looked it up. Wait, no, did you talk about it on Second Shot, maybe? It's possible. Look, they're walking around on a family vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's creepy. They find the camera, and he comes back to kill him. Oh, man. Yeah, it's pretty Like, I think it's funny that people still think the alien autopsy video is real when the guy who made it is like, no, I made it. It's fake. Like, why do you still think this is real? I uh, fucking made this. Excuse me. If you were trying to keep it secret, that's exactly what you would do. You would create yep. a red herring to discredit the source of the video. I remember watching in the first that with place. my grandma. She was, <laughs> she, she is super into that stuff. I used to watch X Files with my grandma. You drinking Pepsi? Yes. And watching X Files mm-hmm. and alien autopsy videos. Yep. She sounds like a pretty sweet lady. She's really cool. That's uh, it's good. It's good to have good grandparents. Mm-hmm. It's usually your parents are bullshit. That's what my daughter tells me. <laughs> oh, oh my man. god wow <laughs> i mean just just when she's mad but uh, uh, i mean just saying so i learned something today that this is actually the first time that becca ever saw futurama this was the it episode was. what it was yeah i had a friend oh i thought like the show. oh yeah i thought you meant like <laughs> it was this tonight we watched it ever no episode i had ever seen <laughs> okay I don't, I don't know if I saw this one on the original airing. I may have been checked out before this. I probably caught it at some point, but again, uh, I clearly I like didn't I probably saw this one. Me. I probably saw this one in my college years when I was watching it on Adult Swim. In the did it, did it inspire an art project of some kind? No, all my art projects were stupid. I, you know what? Because <laughs> they, the they they're potato. so constrictive. That was a different yeah. So that was a different school. Like oh. I lived, I I went to Ohio University for a year and lived in the dorms and then moved back home and went to OSU. So like when I was in the dorms and I and could do whatever I want, whatever I wanted, I watched a lot of Futurama. I didn't do I don't much. Blame outside. me. That place is full of hippies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, see, look. Uh, sorry for the interruption. Thank God the state of Alabama came to its senses. Uh, congratulations, uh, Jenny from Geek the and block. Sassy. I imagine she lives on a block too, but uh, fan, fan and internet friend uh, Jenny from the Geek oh, and yes. Sassy podcast was concerned that she might be let down by her countrymen and oh. women, and she wasn't. So. Yay. Yay. No pedophiles ever. Well, this time <laughs> at, at that level. I'm just saying in general. Wouldn't it be cool if the guy who won was the guy who does all of the like uh, physical Andy Circus type acting? Because isn't his name Doug Jones too? He was in Hellboy in the suit, the uh, mantis looking guy. I don't know. That would be really cool. <laughs> I'm sure it's not the same guy, but it'd be no. fucking rad if it was. Like, I don't think so. Would, like if. If it was Gollum versus a real actual live Gollum. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah, so uh, my last note is Seymour waits outside Panucci's forever. Hakuna Matata. (laughs) Real quick. Mm -hmm. When... um, Leela was about to jump in the lava. She ripped, she started yeah, she ripping like, off her, <laughs> her bikini. And I don't know. <laughs> Come on, going back to my earlier comments. Yeah. Could have watched that all day long. <sighs> because it's just, it's so selfless and so fan service. Just, <laughs> she's a confident woman. That's so <laughs> just 
competent and strong and powerful. It's yep. very one eye. Know, yeah. Well, it's just those are all really attractive qualities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just you know, she's a self-made woman, and it shows. I didn't mean to make this all creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. This episode is <clears throat> really not that good. It's really, it's, it's not. It's like, really... I was thinking it when I, I watched it twice and I was like, wait, this is, this was, it's just I, a... I remember this differently. It's so fast. It goes by so fast. Yeah. It's all, it just does not feel like a 22 minute long episode. No, and most of it's uh, most of it's like, like flashbacks. Yeah, it's so and many scenes flashbacks. of a just sad, scruffy, like skinny dog. Mm-hmm. I feel like the jokes basically wrap up by about minute thirteen, and the rest of it is just kind of a slog. You know, after the swimming and the, the pizza sauce <laughs> and doing three things at the same yeah. time, like it's all pretty oh, downhill from. I that. wish I could swim in a vat of pizza <laughs> sauce with meatballs. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> He's just eating meatballs and pooping out new ones. (laughs) You know what? And he'd eat them. If you were a dog, that's literally the definition of heaven. (laughs) That's true. He's like, oh, protein in, protein out. Here we go. Uh, Any concluding thoughts, anyone? Wait, wait, hang on. This is the first episode you saw, and then you continued to watch it. I did. Well, I did. I did. I have I had a friend swear that it was like the funniest show ever, and this was the episode. And I was like, at the end, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Why did you make me watch this?" Bad. And choice. then I gave it, you know, a chance later on. Yeah. But um, they didn't know what episode it was. Uh oh. I think. Check your mic. You might have, I think, yeah, Yeah, there we go. Okay. So they didn't purposely make me watch that episode. It like just came on TV and it happened to be that one. So it wasn't intentional. I hope it wasn't intentional. (laughs) I would uh, think that this would not be the first episode somebody would want to show. No, I wouldn't either. No, it was very sad. uh, It's, yeah, I mean, it's a bold choice to make a show about a dying, depressed dog. Sad dogs. (laughs) Oh. Hey, it's great to be back uh, recording new episodes, though. It's great um, great to see everybody. Yeah. Well, I, it's nice of you to come and uh, share the sadness with us, Becca. Oh, absolutely. Um, do, do you have anywhere on the internet you'd like people to find you? Not really. No. If you're really uh, sharp, you can probably figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> going to have to work for it. Oh, they had, they had Kitty the Techno Kitten. Is also, that like the robot dog? Yeah, because the techno, the robotic puppy is what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Was that the plastic bone you lost? That's not the one that I had. I'm going to find the one that I had because that my dog, my robot dog had like fur. It was. Oh, it doesn't sound like a robot. That sounds like something that nightmares. Are <laughs> robot on the inside. And, and for some reason, I had to feed it and give it water all the time. <laughs> that sounds like some kind of Westworld bullshit. <laughs> While you're looking up your terrifying robo dog, uh, we can be reached at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Instagram at slurmcastpod. Uh, slurmcast.com has all of our episodes. It has a link to our tea public shop where you can buy some pretty great uh, T-shirts with Futurama's themed things. Um, 
we get a cut of that when you buy it. So we appreciate yes. it when you do. They run sales all the have. time, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they run sales all the time, and some people have bought some. You can uh, you can text or call us at 216-438-1077, which is how much a cheese pizza and a Coke cost at Panucci's Pizza in 1999. Um, 1077 as it wasn't like two. Not the whole other rest of it, yeah. yeah. Just, um, rate and review us on iTunes, please. Tell your friends if they're so inclined. Is there anything else we're missing? We haven't done this in a long I know. time. <laughs> also, we're going to be available on Spotify soon. Oh, Hell really? Yes. So we yes. can more streams of Fractional Sense coming into our bank account. <laughs> yes. So many, so many <laughs> yes. decimal places yes. in the wrong direction. That's going to be set up soon. At least new, uh, newer episodes will be coming out on Spotify. I don't know if you'll be able to access the older ones yet or not. So working on that. Um, we are... D- also, right now for this season, coming out with our episodes every other week. So that should be. Just, I think after this episode, we may be going back to our normal weekly schedule. And if this schedule is working right, this episode will be coming out right between Christmas and New Year's. So we hope all of your uh, non-denominational holidays were great, and that your 2018 is better than this shit show of a year we've had. And don't fall uh, in now. a cryogenic mm-hmm. freezer. Or do, because apparently you can have cool adventures with fun people. Icy wiener. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, have yourselves a good uh, week until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.